While the vitamin shop had arguably the most challenging year of its 44 year history, it ended up coming out of 2020 smelling like roses. So I'll get to my thoughts surrounding that introduction a little bit later in this piece of content, but I did wanna run through some basics of the 2020 quarter four earnings report, conference call, some other kind of publicly disclosed information for the vitamin shop. The SEC reports and everything were released on March 10th of 2021. But for those that are not aware, the vitamin shop is now owned by a holding company called Franchise Group that is a publicly traded company under the stock ticker FRG. And that transaction officially closed, I believe December 16th of 2019. So they have owned the specialty supplement retailer now for over a year. And some of those year-over-year -year comparatives, I believe will help some of these kind of earnings report breakdowns that I do in the future. Currently, Franchise Group does not really break out a lot of like segment level or kind of like retail level numbers, but they do report a little bit of it and I'm hoping that they will increase that over time. So though this piece of content will be a little bit lighter than some of the other kind of financial breakdown videos that I do quarterly, it will make up for it in a lot of like the strategic insights and commentary that allow you to take action on. So just to kind of go through some of these like high level financial numbers right off the bat, just so you guys have a context of like kind of how the vitamin shop is doing, especially how they did in quarter four. Their 2020 quarter four net sales was $255 million. The comparatives are a little bit hard to look at from a year over year perspective because this was kind of like the changeover that I was mentioning before with franchise group purchasing the vitamin shop. So they weren't publicly disclosing all of their information at this point in time. So there was only like a handful of days at the end of 2019 that the franchise group owned the vitamin shop. And because of that, there was only a little bit of sales data in the number that I kind of estimated based on some like prior historicals and kind of some of the sales trends that were going on in 2019 was somewhere around $225 million. So if we take $225 million and we kind of put it into some comparative that would make the sales in 2020 quarter four up 13% year over year. But there was a little bit of a decline from the really strong quarter they had in quarter three it was down 4% quarter over quarter. And I think that kind of guesstimation that I had for 2019 and some of the comparatives of a year over year are actually pretty close because the franchise group did kind of break out some year over year store comps on the vitamin shop segment. They said that was up 11% year over year. But why I'm kind of mentioning that the vitamin shop came out smelling like roses in 2020 is actually that they had a flat year over year sales number at just a little bit over $1 billion. So $1.05 billion. That was pretty similar to what they had. Again, I had to do a little bit of guesstimations, but pretty similar to what they had in 2019. And this is actually the first, I think of the last like four or five years that the vitamin shop did stop the declining year over year revenue. So this was actually a pretty strong year. And this is really considering that they had 5% left stores. They also had a lot of the stores that were not fully operational for the whole part of the year. And if you look at kind of like the quarterly kind of year over year perspective, you could see that they really kind of dug themselves out of that early hole they created. In quarter one, they were down 3% year over year. Quarter two, that was kind of the rough quarter for the business that was down 12% 
6% year over year. But then they kind of dug out of that. Quarter three, they were up 6% year over year. And then quarter four, they had 13% year over year. So all that was great. They also squeaked out a operating profit, $5.4 million this year. And the franchise group is feeling pretty good about their acquisition of the vitamin shop. They're not kind of settling for a flat year over year number next year. They actually think the revenue will grow next year. So that will be a big difference from what we've seen from the vitamin shop over the last five or so years. Want to talk first about some like merchandise updates. One of the big announcements that they've had over the last quarter was their partnership with WW or what was formerly known as Weight Watchers International. This is not simply a normal kind of merchandising partnership. They also are putting a co-branded vitamins kind of pack together. There's also gonna be some like exclusive like snacks or protein items that are going to be like WW branded, which they look quite strong. They would definitely stand out on a shelf. So those should do really well, but these are really like-minded companies. I think there's gonna be also some integration to the loyalty program or signups that are allowed in the vitamin shop. So this is a partnership that's going further than just like the product level merchandising and should set up well as people start to look for nutrition and health products from trusted brands that have brand equity in the market. Kind of some additional comments of from the last video from the CBD HQ. If you're not too aware of what the CBD HQ is, Vitamin Shop was the first kind of national retailer to put ingestible CBD products into their stores in as many of the stores that they could, I think legally. They now have kind of quality testing, quality assurance around that. They have 20 trusted brands in a variety of different kind of formats now. And they've went a step further and actually come out with their own private label CBD products that are under a few of their kind of existing private label brands with the plant brand and then also the V Thrive private brand. And this really shows a deeper commitment to this like hyper growth wellness category. Also, they've made a merchandising partnership with Martha Stewart in her CBD line that's being created by Canopy Growth. Canopy Growth is also the owner of BioSteel, which should get some more placements in the vitamin shop as well. If we look at merchandising from the sports nutrition side, the vitamin shop actually seems to be going against some of their early comments around gaming or esports supplements, not believing that there is at least enough a market in the retail sense to kind of stock products specifically focused on that area. But they actually did announce a partnership with Control, CTRL. I've talked about them before. I'll pop up the video if you guys have not heard of Control or kind of what they have working in their business. But they're gonna be stocking the kind of gamer positioned meal replacement products in the vitamin shop locations nationwide. Now shifting into kind of what I'm considering most of the important part of this video is around kind of licensing and around maybe franchising. And I'm gonna to touch on just the international franchising or licensing part of this first, because I think that maybe people don't understand that the vitamin shop has been working on this for a little bit of time. The press release that is getting kind of the most legs is the one around Vietnam. That was the first licensing agreement in the Asian market. I think they're gonna have two stores open up right off the bat. One is open right now, and there might be some more in the future. There's actually several other countries that are open and have licensed vitamin shop branded stores. You have eight in Panama, you have 10 in Guatemala, and three in Paraguay. I also wanna talk about just the shift 
in the business for the vitamin shop that could go to either a hybrid or a pure play franchise model here in 2021. The vitamin shop is still currently 100% company owned, but recent investment decks confirm what I've been calling since the acquisition deal was announced in August of 2019. I still can't find any franchise disclosure documents or places to sign up for vitamin shop franchise opportunities at this time recording, but I'll kind of keep paying attention to that and call that out in the next video. This was supposed to be completed by the end of 2020, but it now seems to be pushed to Q1, which looks to be Q2 if you consider that Q1 is almost over at this point. But a lot of the details of the franchise model are obviously not out there yet, but the franchise group CEO, Brian Kahn, did talk about some things around what would be attractive to franchisees in terms of where their royalty dollars would go if they were to pick up a vitamin shop franchise. Two distribution centers, tons of opportunity for store level digital initiated sales. They offer pickup at store, Instacart, on-demand delivery. They also offer ship from store capabilities. There's a maturation in the private label brand penetration and that continues and that's gonna help create stickier customers. Brick and mortar is also growing right now. So that's a lot different than some of these franchises where most are shrinking their brick and mortar businesses, but are being offset by the growth of their e-commerce. So the vitamin shop is growing in their kind of physical sense. So that could be extremely attractive. The COVID-19 effect showed that people's passion for all things health and wellness have become even stronger. This all makes the vitamin shop potentially very attractive for prospective franchisees. I want to kind of continue on some comments around the franchise groups like M&A activity. They've been extremely aggressive over the last like 12 to 15 months. They're constantly looking for deals. They're constantly involved in either mergers and acquisitions kind of talks or in some investment vehicles to help the portfolio overall. And though none have specifically been kind of targeted or has helped the vitamin shop completely, but I do believe there might be like a little small complimentary benefit that did happen with the recent acquisition for the franchise group. They bought Pet Supplies Plus and you're thinking, what the heck's that have to do with the vitamin shop? But if you look at what the vitamin shop is doing in terms of some of the private label, there's some easy kind of transitions to pet supplements, pet CBD supplements, a lot of things that they could be doing, some cross-branded, like cross-pollination in terms of the brands on the franchise group's portfolio. But I do want to end on just some final thoughts. The vitamin shop did end up coming out smelling like roses in 2020. That should really help them set up some of the transition that's gonna happen in 2021 in terms of the franchise strategy. It's truly unknown how this franchise remodeling is going to happen with the vitamin shop, what that could do to the culture, what that could do to the brand. And if you are a partner or somebody that's a vendor, you're thinking doom and gloom right off the bat. I don't necessarily think that should be the case. I definitely think that you should give the franchise group, the leadership team there, and then at the segment level at the vitamin shop, some credit. I think they've done a lot of great things over the last year. They have proven they can create results in a kind of a mess, chaos of an environment. Um, so there is gonna be some kind of hurdles and things that are gonna happen with some of the, this refranchising, but I do think this transition could have a lot of long-term benefits to the vitamin shop.